This is a podcast by the Straits Times and the Business Times. Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by the Business Times and the Straits Times, where we offer introductory financial investment tips. I'm your host Chris Lim. Today we have with us Natalia Go, head of credit cards and personal loans at Standard Chartered Bank, and we're talking about credit cards and millennials specifically. Welcome to the show again, Natalia. Thanks, Chris. So, millennials, what does a millennial need out of a credit card? It's interesting you ask that, Chris. So, we've done a number of studies on millennials, and so one of the things that we find is that millennials tend to look for products that complement their lifestyle. And for millennials, travel is a very big part of their lifestyle. The search for experiences and being overseas and being in new cultures. So one of the key things that we find when millennials seek out credit cards is the ability to earn air miles. Increasingly, because of the variety of carriers, so we know that there are a lot of different low-cost carriers now in Singapore, a number of different airlines with different destinations and so on. The greater the number of airline redemption partners that are available on a credit card, the more attractive it is to a millennial. So if we take an example of the X card, which Standard Chartered launched recently, we now offer redemption on more than 10 airline and hotel partners. So these include Singapore Airlines, Qatar, Emirates, Japan Airlines, United. So that flexibility that we offer, I think that's something that's really attractive to millennials. The other thing I wanted to say related to that point is also I think millennials are looking for credit cards that don't sort of tie them down to a specific kind of reward. So the ability to be flexible in terms of the rewards they can earn. So for example, instead of just earning cashback, they can also earn air miles or they can also earn reward points. So I think that's another feature that they look out for. And again, that's something that we've started to offer on our X card, where you can redeem for air miles, you can get cashback or reward points. If you value flexibility, do you give up the rewards in terms of absolute amount of rewards or points? For example, you know, do I get less rewards or less cashback if I opt for something with flexibility? I think that's a great question you've asked, Chris. And we've tried to structure our products such that you don't give that up. So, for example, if you look at the X credit card that we now offer, you can get 1.2 miles for local currency spend, two miles for overseas spend. Or 1.2 percent cashback on local spends and 2 percent cashback on overseas spends. So if you look at those rates that we're giving out, they're very comparable to if you take a, just a standalone cashback card or just a standalone Air Miles card. Since you mentioned cashback, is that another need or ask of millennials besides Air Miles and flexibility? Yes, I think that is. It ties back to the flexibility point. They want to be able to earn sort of different kinds of rewards for their spend, and they want that flexibility to choose whether they want Air Miles or cashback or points. So, if you don't travel that much, the cashback game is something you can double down on, or do you have to balance things out? So, how do I know? I mean, you have to pick one or the other sometimes, right? Yeah. So, actually, that was going to lead me to my third point about what millennials look out for when they take up a credit card, which is around the credit card terms and conditions. So, as you know, with credit cards, there's often things like you have to make a minimum spend, or you have to spend a certain amount each month, or spend on certain categories. And then on top of that, there might be a cap to how much cashback you can earn, or cap on how many points you can earn, plus expiry dates. So the points would expire. So that's something that increasingly we see consumers, not just millennials, are getting a lot more savvy about these credit card terms. Say, what are the restrictions? What do I have to look out for when I earn these points or these cashbacks or these like other miles? Any other needs to highlight for millennials in particular? I would say these are the three key ones. So one around a big focus around travel. Another focus around flexibility, and the third one really around paying attention to kind of the ease of earning these points or in rewards, and how easy it is to sort of redeem them. Okay, and you don't have to give up the power of earning rewards and all that if you demand flexibility, depending on what kind of products you choose. Yeah, so you, you have, have to, to pay attention to T's and C's, right? Exactly, and, and choosing the right product. 
because mm. I think a number of different products are structured in sort of different ways mm. to sometimes it's confusing for consumers. So really look down into those details. And as I mentioned, like the new product that we've just launched recently, the X-Card, that's done really well. And I think it's done really well because we've been able to address these needs. Do millennials have a lot of credit cards in general? Or, I mean, is there a move to consolidate to have fewer? Is there any trend data there? Putting millennials aside, in Singapore, the average credit card consumer has about six credit cards, mm. which is a lot. With millennials, we're seeing, as I said, they're looking for things that are products and, and services that kind of complement their lifestyle. And so they want to lead fairly fast-free lifestyles. So with credit cards, not so much a consolidation, but they're a lot more picky and a lot more savvy when it comes to choosing the product for them. If you like Money Hacks so far, please subscribe to Money Hacks uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify and like us and give us a rating. And now back to our conversation about millennials and millennials and credit cards, specifically with Natalia Go, Head of Credit Cards and Personal Loans at Standard Chartered Bank. Millennials, of course, being, you know, age 19 to 29. Oh, sorry, 29 to 39. It was a Freudian slip because I wanted to feel younger. <laughs> and of course, you mentioned earlier that average consumer has about six credit cards. That's quite a lot. Yep. How do you go about choosing credit cards so that you don't have too many of the wrong kind? You know, I mean, if you're going to have six or even fewer than that, you want to make sure you have the right kind of credit card. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to give a few tips today. These tips are relevant for millennials and actually anyone looking out for a credit card. The first one is to really understand your product terms and conditions and to choose the product that's right for you. So when I talk about terms and conditions, I mean things like whether this credit card requires a minimum spend every month, does it require a minimum spend in certain categories, and what you need to do to earn the rewards that's promised by the credit card. So often credit cards might say, oh, you can get up to two miles, three miles. How do you actually get to earning those number of miles? And the same thing goes with cashback as well. So that's the first tip, which is really to look at the product terms and conditions and pick a product that's right for you based on the terms and conditions. The second one I wanted to highlight is actually for a number of reward point cards and air miles cards, they often come with expiry dates. So your air miles might be good for up to two years or the reward points that you earn might be expiring after three years. So look out for that because you don't want to sort of end up, you know, chalking up a lot of points on a card and then find that you're not able to use most of them. So one of the things that we've noticed is that consumers are a lot more savvy around this. So our new product, the X credit card, actually offers a no expiry date benefit so that points earned by consumers on that card never expire. One less thing to keep track of. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, what else? And the third tip I would say is beyond sort of the air miles, cashback or points is to see if the credit card offers you any other benefits. So things like maybe travel insurance or dining privileges. So that's something I would highlight. Yeah, interesting how if you purchase tickets or book the hotel with a certain credit card, sometimes you get travel insurance bundled in. Yeah, that's right. Is it easy to figure that out or do you have to pour through T's and C's? No, actually, um, so... For example, for our ex-credit card, we do make that pretty upfront that you get a good travel insurance coverage when you make any travel purchases with that card. In addition, things that you're also covered for will be airport lounge access. Our credit card also comes with a complimentary visit to airport lounges. Is that something that millennials like as well, being able to while well, be some time in an airport lounge? Yeah, we find that that's a benefit that actually our consumers still like, regardless of millennials or not. Mm-hmm. Just because sometimes for longer haul flights, you might end up spending a longer time at the airport or in terms of minor flight delays, it is nice to be able to go somewhere comfortable to rest your feet. Coming back to cashback and what's eligible for cashback and how much cashback you get, is it hard to figure that out too? So the categories like dining or groceries, how do you figure out what's groceries and what's dining so that you know if you're getting 3% or 1.5 or 9? That's a great question you raised, Chris. All of this is actually often hidden in sort of the terms and conditions of a product. So I encourage consumers, especially if they've taken up a cashback credit card that has these kinds of like category and these different kinds of spend requirements to actually understand, as you said, what constitutes grocery spend, what constitutes dining spend. 
And so speaking to that need, actually, what we've tried to do at Standard Charter is to simplify these terms and conditions. So for example, on our X credit card, it's not defined by category. It's just whether you've spent in Singapore dollars or whether you've spent overseas. And then we have another product that's our unlimited cashback card, where basically there's no category caps, there's no minimum spends and, and no cap on the cashback you can earn. Okay, well, increasing number of credit cards seem to be tied to special bank accounts so that if you have both, you know, you get more benefits and stuff like that. Is this something that millennials should be looking out for to make sure that they have a powerful pairing of the right credit card and the right kind of bank account in order to max out their bonuses? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the starting point is really to understand your financial needs and your financial situation. If you have sufficient deposits with a bank that you can kind of open up one of these bundled products, so to speak, I think it makes absolutely a lot of sense. So actually, now that you've raised that, one of the products I wanted to share was our unlimited saver product, where basically if you take up an unlimited credit card and open up an unlimited saver account, you get up to five, you get 5% cash back actually on your spends with no minimum spends and no cap. Versus 1.5 ordinarily, That's right. right? That's right, yeah. Okay, depending on your needs and what you need the cash for, how liquid you are. So that's something you can consider. Absolutely. Well, Natalia, thanks for that step-by-step guide on some of the considerations that a millennial would face when picking a credit card. Up to six, my goodness, that's a lot. (laughs) And how to minimize the kinds of things that you may have to keep track of, such as, you know, choosing a card with no expiry date for miles so that you don't have to track that particular aspect of your portfolio of things. Thanks. We've been speaking with Natalia Goh, Head of Credit Cards and Personal Loans at Standard Chartered Bank. That's a wrap for this episode of Money Hacks. We hope you like these tips. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times and The Business Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times and The Business Times online. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.